0: On this episode, we talk about a movie of swinging couples who all get blown away. <laughs> Music. <laughs> I mean, this movie's really horny, right?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh
1: yeah. For a while, that's all it's about. To the point where I was like, is there going to be an avalanche or is it just like an avalanche of love?
0: Everybody, welcome to the New World Pictures Podcast, where we are going to listen, watch, and discuss every movie released by New World Pictures. My name is Ryan. With me as always is Mark. Aloha. <laughs> and
1: Erica. I do it in a different order, though. I do watch, sleep, rewatch, <laughs> sleep listen discuss Mm -hmm. Yes, i have a little bit of a different process
0: everyone's got a different (laughs) as, as a different method and that is yours and that is fair but yes we're gonna watch every single new world pictures that's the journey of this podcast that is our mission statement and tonight we've got a doozy for you because we are heading back to the 1970s and the era of the disaster films like the towering inferno and uh, airport <laughs> airport, and yeah. uh, Poseidon Adventure the Poseidon Adventure was the one I was trying to think of and the Poseidon Adventure and also 1978's Avalanche
1: high in the Colorado Rockies a thunderbolt of snow rockets down a mountainside at over 200 miles an hour no one has ventured here until now opened up this magnificent country for myself and for anybody who wants to
0: join me. He built a vacation paradise to match his dreams. The environmentalists, they say I'm destroying the environment. You got a storm coming in tonight and people all over that slope. Now, I don't know how you can ignore
1: that hazard. The entrepreneur built a resort. The environmentalist wanted it out of his valley. Between them was a mountain of ice and a woman. She came back to the man she
0: had loved <laughs> To find
1: instead
0: Wild man. <laughs> The man she wanted What's going with you hey, I'm fine You just met uh, the this afternoon. I, Robert Forster? Ready to explode in a shattering blast of white fury Yes One man's yes. mistake Started the avalanche And i moved With my judgment yeah, correct He's trouble. He's It trouble was like on rewatch I was like He's a photographer? That's it? He doesn't... I thought he had a much more and robust a, job. And think uh, Of arts And dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> the avalanche
1: sounds. are like... Ah!
0: Edited this trailer to cut out a lot more of the sounds, just so you know. Hmm. Oh. Winter Wonderland becomes a nightmare of destruction. I don't know if that does anything. Hang on Caroline! Rock Hudson, Mia Farrow, and Robert Forster against 20,000 tons of icy terror avalanche. Icy terror? Oh. That's right, 1978's Avalanche, brought to you by the state of Hawaii. <laughs> take hawaii wherever you go even the sometimes snow-capped mountains of colorado also schlitz beer <laughs> mm-hmm. the beer of professional <laughs> skiers everywhere schlitz <laughs> when you need that extra edge on the slopes <laughs> that's right that's what schlitz beer gets you because you're not a Big-time athlete. You're yeah. a skier. You're so a sh-athlete. You gotta get drink Schlitz. Uh, this movie is directed by Corey Allen, who had directed a lot of TV. And he had also directed sure. ni- 1977's Thunder and Lightning for Roger Corman and 20th Century Fox. And after this, he'd go back to TV and have a long career in, you guessed it, tv before <laughs> he passed away in 2010 this is based on a story that was come up with uh, by a new new world story editor francis dole oftentimes when roger corman had an idea he would say francis uh francis go off and write a story and then i will hand this story to uh some writers who will then create the script so, she did so. <laughs> Avalanche was written by um, Corey Allen, our director, and also Claude Pola, who never wrote another film because Claude Pola is actually a pseudonym. For Gavin Lambert, he's a British ah. writer. Oh, who had okay. Pre- he previously co-written New World's I Never Promised You a Rose Garden, and he, uh, which was nominated for an Academy Award, His his script for Ooh. that. Sure. Um, they lost to Julia that year. Uh, but he changed his name after he saw that Alan had what he had done to his script, where he basically said that Alan had dewritten his script. Mm. So he decided to change his name to a pseudonym. He put it all in Braille.
1: He sounds like a good writer using words like dewritten. <laughs> <laughs> I trust him. I innately trust him. <laughs> uh.
0: um, well, you know, he's British, so you, you know it sounded terrific.
1: Oi, oi mate (laughs) He's bloody de-written my script This wanker's bloody de-written my script That's bullshit This guy's mental Wow 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 You can de him
0: Who did not you didn't expect guy Richie to show up in this podcast. And yet here he is. (laughs) This is uh
1: Wait, is he is he like the fancy British person? So he's like, oh, heavens to Bitsy, he's bludged you into my script. Cheerio Goodness Shiver me knickers.
0: Shiver (laughs) me knickers. What? (laughs) he's written to my script your 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 pants are shaking (laughs) (laughs) or your or your pants are cold what is (laughs) this is that what it is it's
1: avalanche my pants are uh, filled with icy terror Mm -hmm. (laughs) 20 tons of icy terror
0: (laughs) a lot of knickers are shivering in this movie oh boy this is uh, has one of the better ensemble casts that we've seen in a new world movie so That's something that we got from. (laughs) Well, you know, I think it's pretty good, Uh, including Rock Hudson as David, a man who was way too high strung to run a resort. Let's be honest about that. It's a shame he wasn't in more movies. (laughs) Rock Hudson, yes, yeah, Um, he was actually kind of finishing his run as a uh, as a uh, movie big time box office draw he was kind of doing a lot more tv in fact mm-hmm. he had just finished a long run on a police procedural tv show called mcmillan and wife opposite susan st james which ran from 1971 to 1977 hmm. um though they had uh not come up with a good contract for susan st james in the last season so actually it was just called mcmillan because the wife was not part of it in the last hmm. season but who cares anyway so he plays david who perhaps shouldn't have scheduled an ice skating and skiing competition and a snowmobile race Race. and a cross-country skiing competition all the same day that he's opening up his Mm -hmm. new resort i don't know that's just me but that seems to be putting a Mm -hmm. lot on your plate there sir yeah i would agree (laughs) um Oh, this is and, also... and inviting his ex-wife for reasons that are never explained. Never explained. Well, I think I understand his reasons, but we'll get there. Which his wife, Carolyn, is played by Mia Farrow, uh, who was coming off of The Great Gatsby mm. and also the supernatural horror film Full Circle and was so mm. proud of Avalanche that she, along with Rock Hudson, did zero press for the film. <laughs> And Pharaoh, in fact, didn't attend the premiere mm. because she was working uh, uh, to push Robert Altman's A Wedding, which came out the same year. So that was the movie she was proud of. Oh. And her sister was one year away from starring in Lucio Fulci's Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> so All everybody's doing pretty great in the Pharaoh yeah. family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thirdly, we get Robert Forster. Uh... Just who I just, I can't, I just love in everything. I, mm-hmm. I love them in this. The guy's just super solid. Yeah. It's and, the eyebrows. They really, they're solid. They're, <laughs> they're solid, just, solid just eyebrows. just trust them. Solid you brows. Trust he was probably the least well-known of the trio at the time. Uh, he would go on from this to Lady in Red, though he does a sort of an uncredited cameo in it. Um, and he met the director, Louis Teague, who we remember shot some of the bonus footage of Cockfighter and had started through New World. And he does, he does second unit on this. In fact, mm-hmm. he directs second unit and edits the second unit. And the second unit being a lot of the avalanche footage. So all I can say is, Louis Teague, chef's kiss, buddy. Um, and then he brought in Forster, obviously, for that Lady in Red. And then he also cast him in, in as the lead in his first non-New World movie, um, 1980s Alligator, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. which
0: is... Terrific, and Robert Forster's is great in it. Uh, here's where you want to watch it. His... A name like Alligator, you would expect
1: it to be a new world, but it is.
0: Oh, it should have been <laughs> easily should have been yeah. a new world but movie, but I, I, it wasn't. You ju- before you jump into where people can watch it, I think it's important to point out that this movie also stars Steve Franken, who as McDade, who mm-hmm. is the unsung hero of this movie. That guy, mm-hmm. that guy yeah. behind the scenes, is keeping everything together. He was in a ton of stuff. He was in Chips, Small Wonder, Freddie's Nightmares, A China Beach. He was in a ton of stuff, and then really, really the the uh, the, the true glue of this movie, Jeanette Nolan as sure. as as Mother Shelby, mm-hmm. who was also the voice of Ellie Mae in the Rescuers. Mm-hmm. Yep, That's she funny. was she, also uh, the widow in um in the Fox and the Hound. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, she, she and uh, she, uh, she is. is she, Spoiler, she, she's my favorite character in this oh, movie. Yeah, she's Aww. pretty great. Uh, oh. Aloha and mahalo, Jeanette Nolan, for <laughs> mm-hmm. your performance. this. Wow. fantastic.
1: Look at this brotherly love for Jeanette. Yeah. Wow. Take that, Robert uh, Forrester's eyebrows. Pretty, 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 <laughs> pretty sure... Make-
0: Pretty sure McDade could have uh, hooked up with her if he'd played his cards right in this. No, well, I mean, honestly, he could have if there wasn't tons of gas pumping into yeah. that chamber that they were basically uh-huh. stuck in. Uh-huh. Like if yeah. they didn't have the yeah. like if they weren't. Well, both she wasn't passing slowly. Out. Passing he wasn't out. Such yeah. a gentleman. Mm-hmm. He, could, right. he could have had a moment because they had a sing along. There was still I enough know. requisite alcohol in both of them. I like there was. Oh yeah, that could have happened. That was yeah. a hookup waiting to happen. The entire uh, resort has collapsed. And yet she's going to use the opportunity to play the piano. Yep. I mean, that is a woman who still, who deep down loves to party. Yeah. yeah. That yeah is that's, a, that's
1: how you go out. The, oh, Just, for sure. Yeah. Here we yeah. go. You know, whatever.
0: <laughs> Just seriously.
1: <laughs>
0: pull out some baked Alaska leftovers and go for it. <laughs> that's. When you think there's a piano, that's the only song. It's a little bit of that old time rock and roll, right?
1: <laughs> that's, that's, time to die. Die. <laughs>
0: that's the song.
1: <laughs> Just take those old
0: records This song you want played at your funeral.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. That's not the song I want played at my funeral. That's the song I'm going to play while I'm dying. <laughs>
0: Quickly, she's dying. Someone get a keyboard. I'm fine. <laughs> I can mouth keyboard it. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Um, here's where you can watch it. It's everywhere. Tubi, IMDb TV, Roku, Vudu. It's on um, Shout TV as well. We watched the Scorpion Blu-ray. Um which is now, <laughs> Eric, can't stop laughing. <laughs> we watched the Scorpion Blu-ray, which is, I think, sadly now out of print, um, which we bought through Kino, distributed it, oh. but it's a Scorpion Blu-ray, but it's out of print, I think, at this point. You may have also seen this uh, in a more recent season of Mystery Science Theater 3000. So there's a lot of venues for you to see. This I actually movie. watched that before I oh. watched this movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: So all your bits tonight are gonna to be stolen. <laughs>
0: no, I actually I actually made it tough. I was like, okay, I gotta make sure that I don't try to rip off any of their bits. Although yeah. they have one good bit that I have to bring up a little later in the in the in the show. Okay. Um, sure. but I will give them I will cite that this was their comment. Mm-hmm. But I thought it okay, was cite your buddy. source. Well, speaking of mm-hmm. movies, you know, we um, when we have guests on, we have them pick the movies and then we sort of rotate and pick movies. And this movie was Mark's pick. So, Mark, why avalanche? Um, we hadn't touched anything from the nineteen seventies in a while, um, in a while, in a long while. We've been really trolling the Bob <laughs> Remy eighties era of not on purpose, not on purpose, but we've <laughs> just been we've been mired in the eighties and thought, okay, let's do something from the seventies. And you know they don't they just don't make disaster movies anymore. Yeah, and I was I was going through my. Unfortunately, too high of a stack of Kino Lorber Blu rays <laughs> <laughs> from from New World mm-hmm. Pictures. And that one, like, I was like, maybe we do Last Plane Out, which is also kind of getting into the 80s. I was like thinking of like, we do another one of the Women in Cages movies or, you know, Candy Stripe Nurses, but Avalanche. Like, I remember watching The Towering Inferno as a kid and, sure. and also Poseidon Adventure. And these movies, they, not that they scared me, but I was Mm-mm. mesmerized. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What is going to happen to these people? How can they survive this incredible situation? Avalanche, uh, that, it tickled my fancy to <laughs> choose Avalanche. And, it's and still you were like, tickled. like what, what would it be like to see a dollar store version of those movies? Yeah, <laughs> right. What I didn't realize is I was going to watch... Forty-five minutes of 30 somethings and forties <laughs> and fifty somethings trying to hook up with each other <laughs> mm-hmm. at and a then, ski resort. And yes. then there's an avalanche. Yes. Now it might seem like I'm making fun of it by calling it a dollar store version, but as we get into it, you'll realize I think that's part of this movie's charm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's go into what this movie's about before we go any further. So Mark, we're gonna go right back to you. What do you think this what's this movie about? one man's quest to eat lunch with his (laughs) ex-wife it is not easy it is so hard to pull off really number number one he forgets (laughs) (laughs) he can't remember oh that lunch right right Right. ah yes of course we had a lunch thing that i created (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's hard it's hard it's difficult so difficult to open a resort and eat lunch with your ex-wife is real hard very very tough that is tough stuff erica what is this movie about
1: well it's funny that you asked because initially i thought it was going (laughs) to be about an avalanche but but um it's actually about the undeniable sex appeal of skiers
0: i mean Mm -hmm.
1: just Mm -hmm. yep Yum. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yum. Yeah. No. This movie isn't like a movie so much about Avalanche as it is a celebration of winter sports. Yeah. It is. I had Truly. no idea. Yeah. You know? Yeah, me neither. I mean me I neither. I
1: left convinced after 91 minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's funny you guys say that. For me, I felt this movie was about loving yourself. <laughs> and when you do go and when you're on, doing your spin. Mm-hmm. let's call this spin life let's say oh, okay okay all right find your center yeah. and let uh-huh. go and don't let anything in the world talk you out mm-hmm. of your center mm-hmm. that is just good solid coaching some would say but to me that's what this movie is all about let's go into our letterbox synopsis we are on letterbox find us there and give us a follow if you can they certainly got this wrong. I guarantee you, they got this <laughs> yeah, wrong. See. here we go. Here it we go. It is not as solid as Battle Beyond the Stars, which is pretty good. Okay, after an avalanche of snow crashes of snow crashes into their ski resort. Okay, so wait, far wait. so good. After. Wait. Wait, so... So, did, they started, so for they them, start, Yeah, it starts at yeah. yeah, the they beginning. S- they started their review about 47 minutes <laughs> into right. the movie. Yeah. Okay. They saw this so. on TV when it aired on CBS, and <laughs> yeah. they were like, right. let's watch Avalanche tonight, and they came in after an hour, and were like, oh, dang it, I I missed it. What, what is this thing? What did then I miss? It. And they're like, yeah. nothing, nothing, oh. nothing. This is where it starts. It's, oh, okay. Yeah. Now we're into the whole avalanche. Okay, after an avalanche of snow crashes into the ski resort, a holiday at a winter wonderland turns into a game of survival for a group of vacationers. Huh. <laughs> that, wow. that is that's that, not, is, that, that not is, right. is not right. Uh-uh. That is uh-uh. not right. Uh-uh. For one not right at all. They're opening up the guy the main character, Rock Hudson owns this thing. Yeah. He's opening it. Nobody's right. really there on vacation. In mm-hmm. fact, almost every character is there. The only person who's on vacation is his mother. Yeah. <laughs> Right, but she's yeah. been on vacation for a while. Right, yeah, <laughs> she's on yeah. permanent vacation right, right now. But, but it's sh- all investors. It's people who helped start the the business. It's people that are working there. Like everything, yeah. this is all a very all of it's a tax write off. Sure, yeah, for everybody except for everyone, the mom. Ex- yeah. except yeah. the mom. Yeah, she's yeah. just there for a fun ride. But literally everybody else in this movie is working and yeah. hustling. Even yeah. Robert Forster, which we'll get to not sure what he's working at but he's definitely working he's yeah. work he's busy yeah he's busy yeah he gets busy well. <laughs> so a group of vacationers wow. is not appropriate at all nope. no also it leaves out a very large chunk of the movie but anyway um now i don't like to start right in the beginning but i just want to point out that unlike uh typical new world movies that have title cards over black, and this we get lovely stock footage. Uh, mm-hmm. I I would. I'm assuming of mountains, and we are led to the resort. in the opening credits, as we follow a taxi that's dropping Mia Farrow off there mm-hmm. at the resort, uh, because I why? No, I don't I, know. I, why is she there? I don't know, because she's she. I mean, her ex husband. Is open this right. resort? Correct. We know that he's invited her because he's hoping to rekindle their their relationship. Sure. Why? Is she, what is her end goal? I don't know. I don't know. I, she, I would. I would never have shown up. I would have never RSVP'd to this invite. Yeah, because she. I don't know. Maybe she just wanted to go to show off.
1: She had that new hat. <laughs> you know she had that swim cap
0: yeah yeah she yep. had that she had new, swim, new cap. swim cap she had to get that she had to use that i arm. think
1: she i think she went to go show off and maybe she i don't know maybe she was feeling particularly fit and she just was like hey yeah i'll take your invite i'll go I'll take a free vacay at this you know winter wonderland resort
0: she's a vacationer
1: she's the she's the
0: vacationer. she is the vacationer she yeah. and the mom are the only ones vacationing she yeah. is not working I took I took this more as she is a silent investor by the fact that he opened this mm. probably during divorce proceedings and so she has some stake mm. in the success or failure of this operation mm. so she's there to just kind of check on her investment mm-hmm. and it. have a good time while she's there. That is a fun storyline the movie does not at all explore. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Are you sure? I think yeah. I, nope. I, I, mm-hmm. maybe that was the MST3K version. I'm not sure which one I watched. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that was this version.
1: It's that's how Mark suspends his disbelief during movies. He's like, "Now who's the shareholder and who's here on vacation and who's doing the tax write-off?"
0: Always crunching the numbers. <laughs> yeah, always, always. Just always crunching. Constantly always crunching, crunching those it. numbers. I am fun to hang out with. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, as you said, Rock Hudson makes it very clear early on that he's like, "I'm having you here because." Obviously, they haven't seen each other in a while. I want you back. I want to be with you. I want yeah. you to be my wife again. I want you to take my last name again. And as long, I'm assuming, as long as it doesn't, it doesn't interrupt his naked breakfast tw- uh, trysts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right yeah uh, yeah like, i mean he's he's very uh, he's also establishes himself very quickly as one of the most unlikable characters in the movie yeah. <laughs> he, like, like i said he's high real strung he's, real, he's, he's high strung Grammy, real Grammy. yeah, yeah. Uh, real angry at everything yeah uh, but loves his oj in the morning he mm. loves that oj yeah loves that oj yeah <laughs> <laughs> as, you know even the most better person can love some high pulp oj this is um this is like a very horny resort. And horny. every it is sexual innuendos for at least 30 every minutes. Everyone, yeah. 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 And there's so much that it's like you see a lot and we'll get into like the different relationships that are happening, but I didn't realize of course the secretary comes in at some point gives him his OJ completely naked. So you thought, okay, but then when I rewatched it I realized that is a relationship that even Mia Farrow knows about and mentions. Yeah. yeah. Like, they all are noticing that he's into his secretary. That's yet another relationship. Everybody is screwing everybody. Plus, she has, in one scene, she is at the bar drinking alone with a t-shirt on that just says, Bruce. <laughs> just yes! nice. Yeah. Yes! I was like, where can I get that t-shirt? Yeah. In fact, then I thought... We have to make that. T-shirt. We have. I thought the <laughs> yeah. same thing. We have to make those T-shirts. But
1: Bruce, do we make it to say Bruce, or mm-hmm. do we just say yes. each other's names? Mm-mm.
0: No, just Bruce. Just Bruce. Oh. And those like iron-on felt like letters, because that's for the the skier. His right. name is well, Bruce. You know. So yeah.
1: I mean, I watched it also. So oh, okay. I, remember. Well, I thought. Oh, okay. <laughs> I
0: thought this is this is gonna be one of those where you didn't watch it at all.
1: Well, I had to watch it twice, <laughs> but I did see it.
0: You wanted to watch it a second time. I did.
1: I I did. I agree I didn't put it
0: together that that's what the shirt was for. Mark didn't (laughs) get it. Somebody didn't get it.
1: Until Uh right now.
0: I thought she just had a shirt on that said Bruce. No. That's No,
1: that's the skier.
0: It's because she's seen the skier. Again, it gets very complicated. So so David is nailing his secretary, which his ex-wife... Knows because he's not even coy about it. Neither is she, quite frankly. No, no. Uh, but then Bruce is seeing a woman who's already married and then decides to also. To the TV hook host. Up, to the TV host It's also hooking up with the figure skater. Mm hmm. Meanwhile The, the Skier Ma- is hooking up with a figure skater. Yeah, yes. exactly. And then yeah. McDade yeah. is trying to hook up with mom. Right. <laughs> well, yes. I mean <laughs> yeah. I mean I, yeah. mean, I think he's open to it. That's yeah, all. I'm Robert saying. Robert Forrester is just going hard after Mia Farrow. Yeah. Yes. Hard. Like full court yeah. press on this. One. He goes, he goes, yeah. yeah. Well, she opens up, she, you know, she opens up and says, invites him to that dinner, and when she shows up, she's like, Thank you for joining us. He goes, You I'm joining you. Basically, I'm joining you. I'm here for you. By the way, when you said McDade, Steve Franken, he also is in New World's Freeway, by the way. Oh, I can't wait so to watch him in that. we will see him again. Um, I got to say, uh, to back up just a bit, though, there's a moment that I completely was like, I'm in 100% on this movie. And um, that is the moment when, they, when Mia Farrow comes up to Rock Hudson's office. And, you know, is the one where he says, four years ago, I saw that mountain and I knew I'm climbing it. And then they cut from inside an office that is clearly next to the mountains, that is a, a beautiful uh, office, you can see all the lovely mountains and everything, to then a painting of a mountain. Yes. Just a pure, yep. nothing else yep. but a painting of a mountain. And I laughed so hard and I was like, I am in. Yeah. And what's ironic is that when she's driving up in that sequence to the the resort, you see that same painting of the mountain, yep. but yep. it's behind composited the yeah. behind the resort uh, and you're yeah. like, "Oh, that it doesn't look so bad when it's put into the shot." Yeah. But right. on its own, it's like you wait, wait. We see the mountains behind Rock Hudson and then you cut to this painting. It's like, "What? Are you do you think we buy that that's a real mountain?" No. <laughs> How stupid yeah. do you think also, we are? Also, yeah. the topography of that mountain <clears throat> doesn't match at all no. the topography right. no. outside of the office. Right. And I see right. no visible sign of a mountain like that <laughs> through the windows, the yeah. like panorama windows where we can see all of the mountains behind mm-hmm. Rock Hudson mm-hmm. and I see nothing like that. Mm-hmm. And it's almost not. You don't even need to do. You don't even need to show yeah. that mountain there. You could have
1: left it. I saw he that could mountain say and I the line. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. need.
0: You don't need to see them. I mean, it. But but they did, and they were like, "No, here's we did this painting." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The next moment that kills me is that we talked about his mom, then getting shown around by McDade, and she goes around the resort on. In, in a horse-drawn carriage, yeah, a horse-drawn sled, sled. Yes. So they're sled. having the yeah. most romantic day. Yeah, they you are. can hear, <laughs> and there's the sound of sleigh bells. Yeah, as yeah. they're as they're going along, oh, which doesn't yeah. make any sense that those sleigh bells would be there. Yeah, but what I love most about that scene, Brian, is McDay takes her on this horse-drawn sled. Uh huh. Then walks her in the snow. She's got a mink coat on. Mm-hmm. Walks her in the snow, like literally knee high snow, to look to show her the home that her son is building on top of this hill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are a bunch of people working on it, which means <laughs> there's a fucking road that they could have driven up. Sure, out of this sure. way to put her on right, this right. walk her through the snow. Why were they like? mcdade why didn't you just take the service road i mean nope. that's yeah. how we got the truck all up those here. construction
1: what? workers also
0: <laughs> rode there on
1: sleds horse-drawn <laughs> sleds they brought their lumber in their tools a little jingle bells <laughs> mark you
0: ne- you've never been to colorado yeah. that's how everybody gets around well, so they do all their construction ah, go around on sleds in the
1: winter they do <laughs> their it.
0: best construction got it got <laughs> it yeah. got it got it you're yeah. right you're right yeah. my everybody I knows spent... that <laughs> well I'm sorry, people from Colorado. I had you wrong. <laughs> I, th- I thought you used cars. Yeah, but I got to go to the store and get the horses. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. I've learned something today. <laughs> when they do take this horse carriage ride, that's when they meet Robert Forrester. Mm-hmm. And who, in in a rewatch, I was like, oh, that's right. He's a photographer because he is so involved in everything that's going on. You yeah. forget that he's just a photographer. He's a yeah. nature photographer. Yeah. Who's who? I guess is is also the only other person living on the mountain. Yeah. I, I, is he? Why well, is he, he there? He lives there on the mountain. He has a place. He takes me. Oh a yeah. To no, it. that's true. Yeah. So that's true. he lives there, and then there's a resort, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why he's so crazy about the mountain, but he is all about the mountain, and he is the one warning uh rock hudson to 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 move to i don't know to stop i get for one to stop clear cutting the trees, but I'm not sure what else he's doing. he's just trying to tell him it's not safe mm-hmm. well, there's a shelf of snow that's up top, and you have to blast out those shelves of snow, otherwise it would cause an avalanche, and he's saying that a storm is coming, it's going to add to the snow which could cause an avalanche which is why he gets like those little rockets to blast into yeah. the mountain to try yeah, sure. to force force the avalanche to happen like at a smaller capacity than if the whole thing were to slip sure That's, sure but i mean unbeknownst to him a fucking plane crashes into the mountain yeah <laughs> for 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 unexplained reasons oh that, that plane makes- crash is just great. It's basically just
1: like, hey, Jerry, things aren't going well. We're going to land this plane. Jerry, plane crash. Twice he
0: says, like, I need you to bring this file to me personally. <laughs> 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 to, to, like, today? Like, are you, you need this? Thing? Like, I realize it's the 70s. There's uh-huh. no email, everybody, just to let you know. Uh, there's I don't even think you could fax, but you really need that file mm. that minute? Like... The, the stuff that's going on with David Rock Hudson behind the scenes with him being the only sole investor in this resort. I put money towards some politician. Uh, They're the, like the whole, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know what's happening. I don't understand what the problem is and why he needs to bring a file to him makes no sense. Other than they were like, we should just have a plane crash in the mountain. That's what starts the like, And a great microcosm Gosh. of that is the plane crash in that terrible weather. That's why he doesn't want to go there because he's like, it's really bad weather. There's a storm coming. I don't want to fly through the weather. And Rock Hudson's like, oh, you've flown through worse. Get up here. Right? Mm-hmm. So they fly into the storm and they're like, oh, I'm not seeing it. Uh, there's this big storm. You think the storm is going to cause them to crash? Nope. They lose oil pressure for reasons that are never explained <laughs> yeah. and they crash yeah. so why? not even the storm causes them to crash another no. reason causes yeah them to crash. just just yeah. just a shitty you know uh you could have streamlined that whole thing and been like we have a whiteout and we didn't see the mountain and we crashed into it nope oil pressure ba- back on the runway there's a plane mechanic going why is this oil so full Oh fuck. fuck. Oh no. Just holding a dipstick and being like, where does this go to? Where <laughs> whoa. What was I supposed to do?
1: And he's like, shit, get the horses! <laughs> get the horses, I've, got, the to go horses. Horse. I've got to- Get the horses! I've gotta chase that plane! <laughs> Get my carriage! Shoot. Shoot!
0: Shoot! Oh man, Jerry is going. Crap. Pilot
1: Jerry is going. To yeah. No, I need this. all
0: three horses. This is an emergency. <laughs>
1: Wait, one horse lost oil pressure. Oh, shit! Well, get me two horses. then. Oh, oil no. up the third.
0: We're gonna need it. Oh, we couldn't no. need it. We need that oil. That oh, need that horse oh, in reserve. Oh, oh shit! Um. Yep. <laughs> Could be wrong here too but i was like i thought feel like there was a couple scenes out of order here because when our, our our big time skier bruce scott skis down the mountain and does that amazing scene where there is a bunch of snow that sort of slides down the mountain Mm-hmm. And he has to then jump himself into a tree oh, and hug yeah. the tree. Oh, Amazing so scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And your first peek at the awful compositing that's going to be happening oh, in yeah. this movie oh. with the snow effects—just mm-hmm. a just a little taste mm-hmm. of what's to come. Yeah. And uh, he jumps in the tree, and it happens right by Robert Forster's house, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And he's you know gathering firewood or whatever, and he's like, "Oh, that's weird." And then it goes to him going to the resort. And Forster's there to, like, talk to Rock Hudson, and he's like, something's bad. is going to happen on this mountain. I can feel it. There's a heaviness, and it's growing. And I'm like, do you not want to mention the fact that you just saw a skier have to leap into yeah. a
1: tree? Because of a, like, mini avalanche? You're like,
0: you don't want to bring that up? That's mm-hmm. not, you don't, that's not worth it? That's not worth it? You were like, that won't convince them, but my feelings will. Yeah. <laughs> right, and when Rock Hudson says, understandably so, like, I'm not going to shut this down because you right. have some heavy feeling. Right. He could have been like, no, no, no. But also I saw a skier jump into a tree to avoid an avalanche. So, right. So I thought, just, mm, that's not good. Way, like, <laughs> you know, that just thought that's not good. I thought I should let you know. Like you did not bring any of that evidence. That's some <laughs> good evidence. Yeah. Yeah. I'm no lawyer, Remember, but I think that's exhibit A for me. He's yeah. a photographer, Ryan. <laughs> uh, uh, is he?
1: He's Every, a
0: yes, I don't know. In his home, there is a lot of pictures of of rams. That's right, and and bird life. So, <laughs> I also love that in that not, moment he's not a mountain lawyer. <laughs> just when he brings me a pharaoh, and she's like, "Oh, that picture is what is that?" He's like, "What do you think it is?" <laughs> I love it. he's just being like, "Well, come on, brainiac!" You and she's like, "I don't know, sheep." He's like a ram, and I'm like, "I didn't said to Eric, I was like well." He's close, no, <laughs> but he's just trying to make a coy euphemism to his dingling. That's oh, everything. Oh, everything oh I get innuendo. it. I get it. Everything. Is I innuendo. get it now. I Got get it. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Got
1: it. That makes sense. Oh
0: makes man. Sense.
1: And we said this. We said what's we, this picture? I don't know. Daffodils. <laughs> My balls. <laughs> You can edit that what's out. This, what's this
0: picture? <laughs> this picture is a picture of my balls. <laughs> Very close up. Oh, what's okay. Looks like daffodils. Oh, oh. Yeah. like <laughs>
1: oh.
0: Um, Okay. Uh, here's what I was not expecting, and, and Erica was talking about this a little bit earlier. Here's what I was not expecting for a movie called Avalanche. How in-depth we get into the dramatic world of competitive ice skating and yeah. skiing, and how Seriously. those two worlds are intertwined mm-hmm. often mm-hmm. seriously yeah. and and snowmobile racing like yeah. all of these oh, aggressive it's like a triathlon it's a yeah. triathlon of winter sports i mean snowmobile race was hilarious oh man uh, oh, so uh, aggressive oh, and so sure. oh, and also where's the track how do they know where to go there's yeah. nothing they keep going them. on these jumps but there's nothing that would yeah. say that's a path oh, but really yeah. At this resort, they thought of everything. I mean, you can drink at sixteen, um, right? Uh, they have the inside and outside pools, yeah. so you right. can be swimming outside, go under, be it swimming inside. It's so kid friendly that you can just leave your five year old down at the base of the slopes, go up, do a couple yeah. runs, come right back. He'll still be there. No big deal. It's cool. Also, there's a there's an incredible barrier that they've built in, that if there is a massive avalanche, no snow will get in the parking lot, which yeah. I think is yep. really smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Because Check the, the insurance on all those cars, mm-hmm. you don't want to deal with that. Plus, yes. that's where you need the ambulances to show up when there is an avalanche. Yeah, uh-huh. So you need to make uh-huh. sure there's clearance for them there's to show up. There's clearance for them, exactly. We need space exactly. to be able to have, bring in the ambulance so we can bring and, out all And the, the news crew. All the injured moms... From the, mm-hmm. <laughs> from the avalanche. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, I like that she was the first one on the ambulance. Like, there's another guy. He's got like his sternum crushed. Like, nope, my mom nope. breathed in some gas. So if you don't mind, right. she'll be first to the
1: hospital. I've never been poisoned by gas. But I would imagine that once you're in <laughs> clean air, you probably start to bounce back, right? I mean, is, it, right. is an ambulance don't, trip
0: necessary? <laughs> so fresh air doesn't normally clean a broken sternum. Right. Or fix a broken Honestly, right. all she wanted it at that, that point, it can can she
1: just, both. Yeah. She just
0: wanted a drink at that point. She wanted a bloody mary, and he was like, "Oh, you off of the hospital?" Like, yeah, Mia Fair was like, "Probably should have fine. Should have <laughs> listened to her, buddy. Should have listened to her in this instance." Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, this did uh the the intertwining of these competitive ice skating and skiing worlds did intertwine in a way that was very beneficial for a Roger Corman film in that. We got as much nudity as, a P- as the PG would allow mm. in 1978. I, I, there is full bush in this movie. Yeah. For a PG movie. PG, But it's behind wow. glass, so no big. <laughs> uh, You're right. <laughs> the
1: glass makes it...
0: Right, it makes it like <laughs> It's accepted. so brief. It's yeah. so brief and behind glass, so it's barely there. Yeah, it's uh it's kinda You of have to really want to see it. You can <laughs> totally see it, by the way, but you also have to really want to see it. <laughs> they're like if they're like if the titty count is three, then this this gets an R. But it's only two, so you're fine. <laughs> so we get a lot of melodrama, as we've mentioned, for a long time. But once we get the avalanche, I gotta give it up because not only does it look terrible in so many ways you mean the big styrofoam boulders yes the styrofoam boulders the miniatures the fake mountain Uh, the stock footage the the blue snow the inserted compositing of snow covering the skiers and anyone in his past but it also goes on for a while yeah oh yeah yeah Yeah. like this was (laughs) yes we'll mention later This is a movie where they didn't quite get the effects in time and that's clear, but they are like, well, that doesn't mean we can't give everybody the avalanche that we planned because we are going to continue to show this avalanche for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I just want to go over a couple of quick highlights from this avalanche that I noticed. The fact that skater Kathy does keep her center (laughs) <laughs> yeah. even in the middle yeah. of the avalanche <laughs> yeah that's what that's what she keeps spinning mm-hmm. lesson yeah. learned Kathy her own coach is like I'm ducking behind something yeah. she's out on the ice but she keeps spinning in a circle and she that's doesn't right. get thrown this time he didn't want to break her concentration so he's like I'm gonna duck but just just keep focusing keep your eyes closed yeah. Yeah. focus on your that's center right don't let yeah. anyone throw you don't let don't anything let yeah throw you off that center um the kitchen scene where all the chefs are falling over, but there's one guy who stays upright. He's holding his piping bag like, ooh, okay. I'm still <laughs> still going to finish. I'm still going to be able to finish this cake. Yeah. You know, MST3K pointed out, this was a funny one. They, they said, did they have, because a a woman in what looks like a cheerleader outfit is yeah. launched across launched. the kitchen. Yeah. Did they launched. have kitchen cheerleaders? Right. That got launched. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. They're just in there going, "Come on, go. She you can make slides it." Slides
1: down that.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: Table like, "What?" Like
0: the like... most intense stunts <laughs> yeah. in the movie happen in that kitchen.
1: Yeah. Seriously. They're thrown
0: into stuff like it was right. like, "Man, it this avalanche affected a lot of areas, but particularly this kitchen. Yeah. This kitchen. I loved Florence, uh, Rock Hudson's mom. She's almost lighting the cigarette, speaking of the gas. She almost mm-hmm. lights the cigarette, and he's like, no, the gas, just in case he didn't notice. Yep. Then they cut to us a, a, a picture of the pipe broken, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. a snap pipe. Like, oh, I okay, I get it. uh rock hudson walks around screaming at everyone to make calls turn on the blowers even though there's no power they're like there's no power we can't reach anyone we'll keep trying (laughs) it's like do you not understand what happens after something calamitous like this like we don't have power the phone lines are out and he is like i don't hear that all i hear is Lazy, keep <laughs> working. Someone's well, their He weight. goes into his office and sees like the receptionist dead under the yeah, desk. Yeah, right. And just goes, right. "Get her out of here and start trying to call people." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. He is like the most relentless oh. prick, and it's like half, almost everyone's probably dead, dude, or buried in snow and dying. And you're like, oh, God, just come on, everyone. He's like, this damn receptionist. She'll do anything to get
1: a break, even die in an avalanche. Yeah, you
0: would die. Oh. I had a bad feeling about you the minute I hired you. All right. Um, Mark, the TV host, he saves little Jason on the ski lift and has the biggest hero moment. Oh. But then he gets he gets electrocuted? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You're right. He gets electrocuted. First of all. And initially they're on the um on the, the, the chairlift and it's a little damaged and somehow he keeps making the situation worse right. by like dropping parts of the chairlift to the point that by the time the ambulance gets there or the fire department gets there, he's just barely hanging on with one hand. I'm like, You had a chairlift that you guys yeah were, You still were had on. part of the chairlift. Why there. did you why did you remove the chairlift? He's and- like it'll be easier if neither of us are sitting <laughs> And I'm just holding on to a piece of metal. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That'll be easy. Jason, hold on to me. Just wrap your arms around me. Jason, I'm more scared than you are. So can you go first? Mm. Which is... That was... Oh, so funny. And then even at the bottom... (laughs) Rock Hudson's character is screaming let go and even Jason goes let go of the pole like even Jason's like like, dude dude dude, let go Mm -hmm. come on quit being a pussy just let go man and and he doesn't let go until he's electrocuted thus somehow causing him to fall five feet away from where they're gonna (laughs) fall also what were the firefighters (laughs) looking at each other (laughs) Why didn't they just Why move didn't to they, the left? He they just didn't, let him drop. He he seemingly drops downwards, but perhaps not quite in the same trajectory as Jason. Yeah. But they were just like looking at each other and be like, well, we're all set up. And then went, oh, he we fell to the yes. side. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, just move. You see him falling, move towards yeah. him. What yeah. are you doing? Uh, I watched I, this. Oh, I watched this with my wife and she was like, how did they not know to move? I d- <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. He falls a long time. <laughs> yeah. Somehow he falls three times the distance that Jason did. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. But yeah, oh, they and oh, and he, it's, it's and the same falls. mentality of the of the airplane mechanic. You know, like they just are like, oh, <laughs> dang, oh, and Fred. he falls oh. with such a thud, and then they just quickly switch to something else. Like, yeah. well, that was the N- end yeah. of him.
1: Yeah, yeah. he's done.
0: Oh my god! No way you survive
1: that—no one checking. <laughs> just let's go on and let's I,
0: move on. I feel like I'm just going to mention this one last thing, but I feel I'm going to be tripping on Erica's favorite scene, but the ambulance ride. Oh yeah. Okay, Mm -hmm. so Mia Farrow is going with the mom. Yeah. They are swerving. First, the swerving. Whoa, 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 whoa. In the the mountain Ghostbusters car. Yep, exactly. The Ghostbusters ambulance. Yeah. uh, Which apparently driving to it didn't have black ice, but driving back, suddenly it's there. Mm -hmm. Even though it's still daylight. He's and also they, driving
1: down the mountain at, what, 70 miles
0: per right. hour? Like, so Way yeah, too a little fast. Bit. Way too fast. It's a windy, but icy remember, mountain road. I, when they try to head up to the mountain, it's like the Keystone cops. Like, something falls off the first ambulance, and then mm-hmm. the cop car slide like slides and hits a building. And, like, they they crash. There's multiple car crashes just trying to get out of the fire station. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's yeah. happening. It, like, <laughs> it's a lot of dipstick they don't they don't get the called they don't get called to a whole lot <laughs> yeah you know well they're used to going up there in sleds right so it was unusual exactly. to be yeah. right. in a car get the horses we can't we need to use the actual cars what the Wait. cars why can't we take the
1: horses <sighs> i told wh- you already their oil pressure's low get in the car <laughs> i don't
0: do know you how wanna, to drive this do you want to yeah. get
1: on a horse when it's oil pressure's
0: low we'll be crashed in the side of that now. oh my you god you fool so they're driving that fast down the road. They they crash over the bridge. Mia Farrow rolls out. Before the crash. Of, before the crash. But as Erica points out, continues to roll towards uh-huh. the bridge. Uh-huh. Yep, and then yep. to the side to fall off where the car... Apparently, she rolls out of the car mm-hmm. as the car is moving. But then maintains the same trajectory mm-hmm. as the car. As the car, yeah, Goes mm-hmm. off the bridge. Then the ambulance explodes in the icy water. Yeah, it lands in icy water, (laughs) then it explodes.
1: (laughs) I lost my mind with laughter. Oh my god! The funniest thing I have ever. And then
0: Mia Farrow's like hanging off a part of the bridge that is now off of the bridge because she rolled all the way to it down yeah, the hill yeah. down the bridge on right. the side of the bridge like that is some roll that is a long roll that is a lot of rolling anyway that was uh that was an amazing stuff and i uh i loved it which reminds me i think it's time for things we loved and things we hated Yeah, that's right it's time for us to talk about the things we loved and things we hated about avalanche mark let's start with you what what is something you loved I loved I loved Florence. Loved mother. First of all, mother uh she loves her uh ex uh daughter-in-law like so hard that she would yeah. do anything to get her to hook up with her son again. Yeah. She screams for her in a crowded restaurant Yes. Hey! She, I'm like everyone in that so, restaurant's like, oh my god, lady, I just want to have my breakfast. She's No so, they're not. Everyone in that so restaurant's happy. Like,
1: we're trying to get horny.
0: Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> trying to hook up. Trying
1: to get horny. I clearly know how this works. <laughs> yeah. I've clearly been to a love hotel before. <laughs> hey there, I'm I'm trying attempting to get, horny. to get myself into a horny state, lady. Keep it down. Here's my husband. I'm trying to get horny. <laughs>
0: She's she's just constantly drinking. Oh Uh, yeah. She she's she's got a she's got an Aloha lifestyle. No matter where she is. No matter where she Um, is. Yeah. Yeah. And ultimately, dies in a fiery death in an icy water bath. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like I don't plummet to her death and then burns alive. Plummets to her. Burns alive in an icy. In ice water. Yeah, in an icy ice coffin. Water. Yeah, yeah, an icy I, coffin. So. I, amazing. Amazing. Yeah. How can you not love that? Yeah. They, well, the icy water is where that airplane mechanic put all the oil. <laughs> right. That's He's why been... It's... Just, he poured all the oil into that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's like, no yeah. one will know I didn't put the oil in the plane. What you don't so just see dump is, it into that. Mm-hmm. What you don't see is there's an oil recycling tube on the bridge <laughs> just above, and it just funnels right down there. Right, that's right. Um, yeah. it puts all the old oil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that she was terrific. She was terrific. Erica, what's something you loved?
1: Oh my gosh, we already covered a couple things. I I loved um <laughs> I loved the death on the <laughs> on the ski lift, that was so hilarious. Um, I loved the location in general. Yeah, and I want to yeah. go to this place. Yeah, it's a real place. Where was it? Uh, um, Durango. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, I I just it. It's so fabulous and so 70s. Just every inch of it is just dripping with, you know, the shag carpet or like the fake Mm -hmm. indoor plants. Like just everything about it is just so wonderfully 70s. I wanted to go there. I'm like, oh, Ryan, I really want to go here, but I want it to look exactly like it does in this movie. I don't want it to be updated
0: at all. I want it to look exactly like Which they have. I hate to break it to you, but I mean, if they hadn't, if they haven't. Mm-hmm. like that's a vacation yeah that we need well, they take. do they still serve baked alaska for dessert oh god i hope so i wondered i wonder yeah. what that was yeah. yeah oh my god a giant mountain of does they just light on fire yeah and... it's got yeah. liquor on top and ice cream in the middle and meringue on the oh my god i why don't they serve that anymore i mean probably because it'll kill you but um <laughs> They had so many. They had like they had carts full that they were just mm, car- bringing through the through their restaurant. It, that was a single serving, right? Yeah. The, the yeah. mom ordered it because yeah. she knows how to live.
1: Yeah, she's like, <laughs> "F it, let's
0: let's do this." <laughs> she's like, "Wait, there's alcohol on the dessert? Yeah, bring me one mm-hmm. of those, please."
1: Yeah, I loved. I'll save it to my favorite scene, but I loved just. I love Bruce. And how into mm-hmm. Bruce these women were. The Bruce's skiing outfits, which were so like bright red, white and blue. Like just his big free coat. Mm-hmm. Everything about him. And he says my favorite line of the movie, which is like, I ski like I breathe or eat or make love. <laughs> to which I thought, you don't put that much thought into it? Right, like, <laughs> exactly. Breathing, eating. Like I don't think about that. <laughs> to put a lot of effort into that. That's just something
0: I just do. And you're also coupling making love into there, so that's just. And something. she she asked him his it's a response to a question where she asked him, "Do are you worried about taking risks?" And he's like, "I guess not." So yeah, like, also breathing, talking, and making love are just not risky yeah. for them. They're yeah, not talking. Ris-
1: that's what he said. Yeah, yeah not sleeping, not- talking. But yeah, I just thought, wow, Bruce is a real wild man in the sack. He, yeah. equates, he equates his love making to talking or eating or talking <laughs> or breathing. I right. was like, woo! Can't wait to take a deep breath with that dude. You, you know, know what I mean?
0: I talk, I breathe, I have sex—just things I just do, yeah. that just do. That I just they just happen. Do. They don't. They I just don't do, do it. I don't I'm think like, about I'm it. I'm doing
1: it right now. <laughs> Like, does he not realize when he's doing it exactly. doesn't think it's about just, breathing
0: yeah it's just a motor response
1: so i guess i don't
0: think about doing it <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have to think about getting horny right he just already is, is he wakes just, up that way yeah i spent a lot of the movie thinking that he would like they would cut to him and i'd be like is that thomas hayden church Like, just a young Thomas A. Yeah. Also, Mm. the secretary, when she brings the juice, and then she turns and looks back, I'm like, she's the avalanche Phoebe Cates.
1: Like, Mm. she had a serious Mm. Phoebe
0: Cates vibe. Mm. I mean, her her chest was different than Phoebe Cates'. But, I mean, the rest, like, her face, I mean. Yeah. (laughs) And her bush (laughs) was different. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you for those distinctions. Uh, But everywhere else, the same. mm. Uh, and all mm-hmm. other categories. Um, yeah, the thing for me, things I loved. Okay, I loved the constant wind sounds oh, that were yeah. happening everywhere. Even there was no wind hitting the actors. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Even in the snowier scenes, you can see snow falling and they're just like dropping whatever pieces of styrofoam or whatever in the over the actors. But there's no wind hitting their hair or anything. Yeah. And they're just making this like whoosh. I'm like, there's it's not there's no wind happening yeah. here, guys. Yeah. There's no wind, but it's constantly they, they're just trying that's how they're trying to sh- tell you that this impending doom is happening yeah. by this constant wind sound. And I just oh god, I loved it. Um Robert Forster's fake fur lined coat. Oh, oh my god, man. Yeah, God, that was Give a great me that jacket. Thing. Yes.
1: Holy great. shit. Yeah. It Ugh. was
0: just his whole his whole head was being wrapped in a furry mm-hmm. vagina. It is Oh, it it. Just... <laughs> oh no. no.
1: I didn't know that they used that part of the animal. Oh, is animal. that the part of the is animal? That, it's just, is uh, that the warmest it's, part. Wow.
0: Hmm. Well, obviously you guys are, you know, you don't know a lot about uh, textiles. It like takes a long time obviously. to make this coat because we just take all the vagina hair. So it takes a long time. <laughs>
1: But put your head on there, feel how warm that is. Feel how
0: warm it is, keeps you warm. The vagina hair is the warmest hair.
1: (laughs) Bloody hell, that (laughs) is the warmest, warmest badge I've
0: ever, ever felt. Ryan, I was meaning... I'm on a D-Write history. I'm on a (laughs) D-Write history with this. Hey, Mark, we all know what you meant. We all know what you meant. <laughs> no, but I meant the shape of the jacket around his head. This, th- these hairs are specifically taken from Phoebe Cates' vagina. Well, then that's the jacket I'm into. <laughs> we all we have a secondary we have a secondary coat from this other lady oh no, oh no. who is in the movie Avalanche, uh, but that's it. Uh, um. <laughs> Uh I, lastly I I could not get we we mentioned this a little bit but I could not get enough of the of the dirty snowmobile racing the oh. competitiveness yeah the danger of the fact that there was like a man and a woman who were s- snowmobile racers and were just like at each other like fuck you and like kicking I mean yeah. it you was bitch. just
1: they said you bitch like three times. It I was mean, the same voice, the same sound
0: clip. Like, you bitch. You I, bitch. I, I honestly could get enough. There's one where a guy so is great. driving the snowmobile and he like, I guess goes off course and he just goes right into the water, but the snowmobile goes on the yeah. ice. Like it, the, the, the water had just somewhat frozen over. Mm-hmm. So he went into it, but the snowmobile kept on, but I'm like, why did you even go into the, towards the water? I don't even know why it was just like tons of like, you Know falling on whoa, 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 moments, yeah. And uh, and I just I could not get enough of that scene because, yeah. again, so I think to
1: Mark's point, there was no trail, so it was just a race, no, yeah, like it, like, it, was, it was so, so random. Wherever. It was running over trees, they were
0: running like, over, trees. Mm-hmm. Were running yeah, over trees like they had a bit of shots. It was simply Death Race 2000 on snowmobiles, correct? Correct, the and the I man, last I person loved it. still on a snowmobile, won right? A race. That's how you win. <laughs> 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 and when you win, you get a vagina coat.
1: <laughs> first, prize. first prize.
0: It's made of beaver. <laughs>
1: wink, wink! Audio All uh, right, let's
0: switch to things we hated. Mark, what's something you hated? Um, I hated the the I, I loved the scene uh when the ambulance crashes off the bridge. Until the part that Mia Farrow is hanging off this part of the bridge, Mm -hmm. Uh which is sort of a a fence structure that is like dangling, and Rock Hudson's character climbs over with a rope to pull her up. Why did he just say, "You ever climbed a fence? Just do that. Do that right now. Climb up the fucking fence that you're hanging on." Mm -hmm. Just why did he have to get on there and get a rope? It's not even. Has Mia Farrow never climbed a fence? I think that's clear that she has not. (laughs) <laughs> i mean look she's too busy she's shopping for those swimming caps yeah you know to like keep her very long hair from from getting wet so she's she's got a different priorities but it's not just rock hudson rock hudson climbs down to get her right Robert forster shows up and brings them rope so yeah, literally but, but both why? guys have to save her from from hanging off that thing yes she could have climbed up and done something yes and so, yes. Also, I don't know how he's helping her. All he did was go down there and basically say, we're going to climb back up this thing he together. He seemingly puts himself in also peril. He's like, wait, <laughs> I'll save you and by putting myself in, his... in the same precarious position that you're in. And then I guess we'll both figure it out. Oh, here's Robert Forster. He'll he'll help us out, and actually. And he yeah. is, of the three, in the worst shape. So, yes. Yeah. yes. Maybe, though, in an alternative cut, this was his attempt to get back to mother. Maybe he just did a swan dive right yeah. into the burning like, car. If I fall, then I could, you know, get her out. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah,
1: maybe. Maybe.
0: Erica, what's something you hated?
1: I hated, I hated nothing. <laughs> nothing. From start to finish, it was 91 minutes of just pure bliss and joy.
0: It, I
1: hated nothing. I wish yeah. I hated something. I didn't. Yeah. I, I guess I hated that. Um. Jeez, that the receptionist had to die. I felt like she was just a real innocent <laughs> the situation. It that, well, that yeah. wasn't she the
0: that wasn't the lady that delivered him naked cup, uh, naked glass. Oh, that's of, true. Of, that was a different lady, wasn't juice. it? It was a yeah. different lady that we were unfamiliar yeah. with. Mm-hmm. But it didn't mean that he couldn't have an emotional. Goddamn you! Response to yeah. her dying. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah.
1: I honestly hated nothing. I thought it was just it was just fun
0: it Uh, it, was really just this one is a blast this one is a lot of fun and i agree i would say though the something i didn't care for was mia Farrow. i think she's a bit of a weak uh, point in this maybe it's just her character but i kind of i like i kind of like that she's she's kind of lost she doesn't hate her ex-husband but she doesn't really want to be with him and then she shows up and then she sleeps with Robert Forster, mm-hmm. but she doesn't, in the end, go off with him either. She's like, nah, I'm going to go do my own thing. Yeah. But, like, that kind of soul searching, wanderlust character arc is something I am putting together for her in retrospect of thinking of her character. It is not something that is present in her performance.
1: But that's the character you know she what I mean? always plays.
0: I know. She's it's always
1: just, that character that you it, just, you just, you just and, and to her. Mark's
0: point about that, that the uh, the bridge scene, when she's hanging off the bridge, she is also not terrified. Who's terrified is Rock Hudson, who literally climbs down to be with mm-hmm. her and be like, oh, no, I must save you. And she's mm-hmm. hanging there like, "Uh, I'm, I'm hanging from mm-hmm. this. I hope someone says she's almost has no emotional reaction at all. Well, look, she's, she's not younger. screaming. She's not like <clears throat> seemingly in, in danger. Mm-hmm. Like she just has no reaction. At the end of the movie, all these people have died. The resort has been destroyed. And she spots a a bottle of champagne in the snow and is like, huh, champagne. (laughs) Yep, yep. yep. Also, it's worth pointing out that an avalanche has happened. An ambulance has fallen off the road. Everything is destroyed. But taxi service is still up and running. Still up and running. (laughs) She takes a taxi. Well, they still have that road and the parking yeah. lot, which is safe. They <laughs> yeah. made that. They made that avalanche free proof. from
1: free from icy terror.
0: And she leaves and just gets him, gives him this bottle of champagne. She's like, "Well, we lived." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not Mia Farrow's fault. That's the script, right? But I'm just like, I I just I just felt like she gave such a flat performance. I just didn't get a lot out of her. I'm not too flat, but. But overall, I just didn't, I was like, what are you? That's, I think our questions from the beginning were, why are you here? What do you Mm -hmm. want? Like, those are the things I think an actor can bring to even a bad script and kind of fill in some of those questions. And I feel like she showed up and was like, I don't know. Look, I'm going to say the lines. I'm going to do what I do. But she didn't try to help out. But
1: doesn't she also strike you as someone who, that stuff, it just works out for her all the time. It always works out for her. This
0: character? Just her. No,
1: be a pharaoh. Oh, okay. Like, you know, it's raining and all these cars are crashing and she's like, oh, look at that. They're giving away free lunch. And she just <laughs> safely crosses the street and gets a free lunch. Right, right. this bakery is just like, I don't know, we made too many lunches. Here you go. Like, it just works out for right. her. Right. Like, in the end,
0: person. you know, she's got the guy that, you know, brought her to his resort, wants to get back together with her. And she's like, well, here's a bottle of champagne. And then she leaves and the other guy she just slept with is like, Hey, I really like you, and I like you for you, and I like you just the way you are. She's like, "Cool, well, got a taxi. See you around. <laughs> yeah.
1: On to the next adventure. <laughs> right. See you later. Right.
0: Oh man, yeah. Well, anyway, I that's it's a nitpicky thing because I can I'm ultimately fine with her performance through a lot of it. There's just a little bit of like I I, I felt like she could have brought more to the table. I guess is what I'm saying. But that's a nitpicky thing because I'm on the same I'm in the same boat as Erica. I yeah. I yeah. thoroughly enjoyed this. Welcome to my boat. <laughs> no, there's no oil on this boat. Yeah, so oil we're not pressure going is par. at zero. We are not getting anywhere. Yeah. Yep. We are gonna have to row. Oh, I dropped them in the water and they burst into flames. Oh my god. How did that happen? This water is flammable. <laughs> but yeah, I just really I enjoyed the heck out of this thing. It was so fun it's the kind of movie that when uh when you hear the line do you have any dynamite yeah one second i'll be right back you're like makes sense that they <laughs> would just have dynamite totally <laughs> yeah. yeah. makes sense just yeah. available why would they not have dynamite right. already? ready and they had a shit ton of it <laughs> yeah they had a lot of it yeah yeah i just mean again in I, the car the 70s, in the I mean, you could just
1: drive around with a ton of dynamite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, again, I, I'd said this earlier, this is sort of the dollar store version of an, a disaster film, but you know what? That's what I loved about it. You know, that's what I was so charmed with about this movie. It is sort of that. It does take these sort of very quick and easy paths to certain things and then makes other things more complicated than it needs to be. And it's awesome for that. Uh it has this whole mixed up, horny, overly dramatic situation going on with a lot of characters. Yeah. That we can barely sort of keep straight and then you know, before everything goes down. And then I don't know what happens to most of them. No, you don't. They I never don't resolve they, that. I, no clue. They die in the latch. I think <laughs> I, mean, I, I think that Bruce gets saved in the end. Yeah. No, he dies. He he dies. Does he it die? They pull him out, but he's dead by the time they pull him out. Oh, that's right. That's okay, right. That's, that's right. Because right. he's upside down. But the skaters, I don't know. But, uh, no, because the one skater is alive, the 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 one that he hooked up with. Okay. Because she she's lives. All so that's right. Because that she gets all, all, yeah, she yeah. gets bummed. Yeah.
1: But the other um, one,
0: I don't know, disappeared? Yeah. I have yeah. no idea. Don't know what happened to the girl who got her, finally found her center. Did she live? Yeah. I don't know. Did her coach live? I have no idea. Yeah, we don't know. We we yeah, Jason lived so we got that. Yeah, we got
1: Jason. Uh, let's fine. go to our
0: favorite scene, Mark. What was your favorite scene? I, I already talked about it. It's it's the scene with uh, little Jason. Speaking um, of yeah, yeah, I, I just I thought that was just so hysterical, just so hilarious, and it just every time they cut back to it because it's really kind of a collection of scenes. It, their situation's getting incrementally worse right. for no good reason except for what's his name? The guy, the grown the grown man is making it worse for them.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. all
0: I can imagine. Mm-hmm. That even Jason's like, why did you just drop the chair? Why did the, why, why now we're hanging. We at least yeah. had a thing, a yeah. foothold before. Uh, it's just, and then when he falls on his side and they just cut away, <laughs> like, well, I guess he's dead. <laughs> oh God. It's so funny. <clears throat> so good. Yeah, it's it's such a funny scene. Erica, uh, your favorite scene.
1: I also love that scene. I also love this scene uh, with the ambulance crash and then explosion. Another scene that I love that I think doesn't get enough credit is the fight between Bruce and his fangirl girlfriend. Yes. Also, where so she's, the,
0: the lady who's actually married to the TV host. Yeah. She's actually right.
1: married to the TV host. <laughs> right. She's but being... Uh, she's be-
0: the one know, wearing the Bruce shirt.
1: Yeah. Wearing a Bruce shirt. Mm-hmm. But she actively cheating on her own right. spouse. Right. gets uh, Visits Bruce. Becomes very upset that he has slept with someone else. That he's cheating on her, I guess.
0: Also? Yeah, yeah because yeah he just hooked up she came in and yeah, ca- caught, caught him, him with hooking the, up with the skater yeah
1: yeah with the skater she gets very upset and in an attempt to calm her down he throws a
0: glass of milk in her
1: face
0: <laughs> oh my god he milked her that's he what's gonna calm her, her down yep. he milked her <laughs> it is so and then you know what he does she she starts erupting into tears he gets her on the couch and starts wiping the milk off her face. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, whoops. No, let me just and then he, me like, off. guides her up and then brings her to the door and says goodbye. Yeah. I'm like, I guess milk, a cup of milk to the face will throw anyone off. Oh, it, <laughs> it just, it was
1: so ridiculous. So ridiculous. So over the top. And then later, subsequently, but somewhat attached to this. She has her Bruce shirt on. She's alone in her bedroom and she's clearly going to take a handful of pills. But the avalanche crashes through the wall <laughs> yep. and gets her first. Yep. Nobody gets to kill themselves in this lodge. You don't kill yourself. I kill you. <laughs> I am the avalanche. Kills you. Oh, I just, oh, it just was too much. Yeah. It was so funny. Uh, so those over are
0: the top. Uh, all amazing scenes. Love all those. I love the big dinner scene, and Mm. there's many things I love about it. First, the band. That song plays the whole scene. <laughs> that, that song is, is very too, long. When <laughs> they are dancing and talking with each other, yes, this is what. It, it, yeah, it, it's, it's it's as though the song went to. It's so quiet you can hardly hear it, and they're yeah, dancing, yes. and you're like, "Did the band? Did they? Did they blow a fuse?" And the band's just <laughs> playing. And that's what this is what I love about it because the dancing is being done, uh, and clearly the band is not playing, so clearly that the and the dancers behind them, the extras, are going for it, even though there's no music. And then Mm -hmm. when you when it's Robert Forster and uh, and Mia Farrow out there, I believe it's them, or maybe it's it's Bruce and 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 the ice skater, but you can see the bongo player hovering his hands over the bongo not playing i mean they're not playing there's no it's like there's clearly no music but everyone's dancing anyway and having to pretend they're having a great time and it's like it's like you walked in on one of those silent raves (laughs) wait those exist yeah where people like have headphones on and they just are all like dancing on their own it it, because everyone's in their own groove with Mm -hmm. the exception of our main characters and it is just it just delights me because it is first the band i love the band i love the song and then everyone's just dancing so badly and the scenes are so bad and they're dancing and having these full conversations and they're not even pretending to be like hey i gotta talk like this because there's a band here i gotta get a little closer to you and raise my voice just a little so we can hear each other they're talking like hey yeah, David's watching me over there. He's checking me out. He's getting upset. Mm-hmm. Because there's no sound. They're just yeah. dancing. They're not There's no yep. band. Mm-hmm. It's just so badly done on so many levels that I just I just loved I I every time that that scene popped up, I was like, "Oh, great. sweet. I love. I loved how bad this that scene it was." It gave me a lot of hope, Ryan, because at, at my age I'm like, "You mean bands can play quietly?" This is kind of nice.
1: I don't. I can just go in.
0: I can have a nice, normal conversation while the band's playing. Mm-hmm. My ears won't ring when I get home. Right. There's. There's. I. I can get into this. I can get behind this. Yeah, the band's playing really loud until everyone got on the dance floor, and then they're like, "Turn it down. Turn it down." <laughs> yeah. They're dancing. Let's. Yeah. Let's lower the volume. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. All right, let's get into our final questions. Here are our final questions for Avalanche. Clearly, David's mom wanted him to open a resort in Hawaii. Did he choose Colorado just to fuck with her? <laughs> no, nah. I I just think uh, it was cheaper to go with to <laughs> yeah. go with Maybe. Colorado. Maybe, cheap. yeah, because he didn't if he... have any investors. He right. did this all himself. Yeah, he couldn't afford Hawaii. Yeah, this was a cheap, that's fair. this is the cheaper way to do it.
1: Colorado is just hornier, you
0: know? Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially Durango. Yeah. Cuz you're more chill in Hawaii, but mm-hmm. in Colorado you're like it's cold out. Mm-hmm. let Let's I'm breathing, let
1: me... I'm talking, I'm having sex.
0: <laughs> boom boom boom. Um was the 70s a time where nature photographers could be publicly recognized by name alone? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> gotta agree with eric on that one yeah i, I yeah, yeah i think I'm so just, i'm just mm-hmm. trying to get a confirmation on that okay you have mia pharaoh alone in your cabin mm-hmm. snow is falling outside it's nighttime. Uh-huh. what's your first move Um I would be really confused why Mia Caro Mia Faro was in my cabin to begin with. So I Or be... Mia Caro. Caro. <laughs> also Mia Caro. Why I is like she here? I feel, like <laughs> I feel like I thought the Sissy Spot Check was gonna be in my cabin, <laughs> but I got Mia Caro. Yes. <laughs> oh deep cut. Yeah. Deep cut alert. Yeah. So yeah. I'm I at this point I'm just perplexed. <laughs> erica mm-hmm. i probably me. just show her a picture of my balls <laughs> oh. you know all my good photography what apparently does work is that robert forces says can i give you a big hug and then that leads into a sex scene yeah. i didn't know that se- i didn't know that could work yeah. didn't know that just could that work simple hands her a beer and this is can i get a big hug and even she takes a second to do it because she's like well that's new it's a new hands one, that's a her new a one. Beer while he's drinking coffee <laughs> he's got to stay up Mm-hmm. He's gonna stay up. That's right. This and, isn't and as easy. More this than isn't, one way. <laughs> this isn't easy. This- yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um he you know, he this isn't like walking and, and talking for him. Okay, say I'm interested in renting a room at this resort. Do they all come with that giant bathtub that Rock Hudson uses? Ooh, I hope so. Probably not, though. Probably just
1: like the honeymoon suites yeah. or like the, you know. The more specialty rooms. Which means room. he's
0: taking over the honeymoon suite for the opening weekend of his own resort. Or yeah. well, why wouldn't you? It's yeah. your resort.
1: <laughs> right. And he doesn't have vacationers right.
0: there. There's no... Right. that Everyone's working. Yeah, everyone's everyone's working. working. Orange juice doesn't taste the same in a regular room. Yeah. Um. So conceivably, anyone can just climb up onto that deck railing and just start firing that cannon into the mountain. Yeah. just anyone yeah. can do it if you yeah, yeah. that's it got if you've got the shells then you can fire away the only security they have is the tarp on it yeah <laughs> that's
1: their security, security tarp. thing yeah
0: that was the 70s yeah that, it's the 70s that's how <laughs> security things work.
1: tarp. Mm-hmm.
0: here's Remember, the deck. here's the deck area where you can just fire a cannon into the mountain mm-hmm. if you have uh, the shells if you have Not the shells. everybody does you no gotta shelves. have these, the show these people are still riding on sleigh um they're still taking sleigh rides everywhere they go <laughs> yeah so that's right it's a different time that's right mm-hmm. okay let's dive into the research corner all right get ready it's ryan's <laughs> research oh boy um got my dot matrix printer p- printed for a bit and then it just quit <laughs> Um, A couple quick facts here. Uh, Larry Bach is one of the editors. He also edited Death Sport, Rock and Roll High School, Galaxy of Terror, Sorceress, and a bunch of other New World films. So he's done a lot of work there. He was mentioned actually also when we talked to um, Alan Holzman. He would go on to edit films like Rambo, First Blood Part 2, and Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and Episodes of Community. Still out there working to this day. Russ DeVanche, who... Uh, played a mutant in death sport and would go on to co-write rock and roll high school. He was an assistant editor on this film and Sandy King later to marry John Carpenter was a script supervisor on this film. Mm, no kidding. She was also a script supervisor on death sport and would continue in that career through to 1984 Starman, which which where she meets Carpenter and then she worked with him as a script supervisor and eventually a producer. Um, where this was shot, Erica, is at the Tamarron Ski and Golf Resort in Durango, Colorado, mm. late February through late March of 1978. Uh, and I found a 2018 article in the Durango Herald in which Roger Corman explains why he chose the venue. He said, I liked the ski resort and also the relationship of it to the mountains. And it's because it had to be in a position where an avalanche would actually hit the resort headquarters the hotel and so forth we needed proximity so the avalanche would hit the hotel which we did just slightly with artificial snow machines and then we did the key shots with special effects boy did they boy boy oh boy
1: <laughs> they, they were very oh, special effects.
0: i love very it special. uh they picked it because it was probably the cheapest <laughs> oh yeah 100 percent um apparently shooting in the snow was not easy corman explained normally you shoot a scene and the director says all right let's go for take two and you just go for take two if you're shooting in snow you go for take two and it means you have to stop and you send a couple guys out to erase the tracks of the people moving through the snow from take one i'm assuming he's talking specifically about the scene where mcdade brings uh, uh florence up to see the ha- the house that's being built mm-hmm. And uh, so you have to do that every take, which slows you down and makes it complicated to shoot. However, snow was not a problem for the entire shoot as the snow stopped and began to melt away as spring began. So Sandy King explains in this article, one day there was snow all over the mountains and then one day spring hit and we're having to watch where we had our shots lined up because suddenly there were brown patches in the hills and flowers coming up through the Mm -hmm. snow, which you can see in a couple shots behind Rock Hudson. Like it's not Mm snow-capped mountains. Mm -hmm. Um, Now this movie was, it's hard to get a read on what the budget is exactly. At one point in time, it was reported to be 6.5 million, but that's a reported thing. And I don't think so. And then I've, so it seems more generally reported to be in the two to $4 million range, which is still a lot for a new world film. Um, the Denver Post reported uh, the budget at $3.5 million in July of 1978. But on the disc that I watched, Roger Corman said that the budget was $1.7 million. Whatever the number was, Corman reportedly did cut the budget right before shooting, which is another hallmark of any good New World movie. So uh, the story of the movie is that it didn't make any money. And it got a lot of bad reviews and it didn't make money. However, on the Blu-ray, Corman talks about the fact that they sold the TV rights to CBS for $2 million. So with that $1.7 million figure that he gives, they're already $300,000 in the clear. Um, and so they, they were in the clear before they even opened the movie. And then they sold some of that footage uh, of Avalanche to another, just the Avalanche footage itself, to another director who needed it for his movie but he said, I'm not going to say his name. So I had to dig a little bit, but I found out that actually the person that was asking was Poseidon adventure director, Ronald Neem, who used the footage for his 1979 disaster film meteor. Okay. Mm. All right. So a meteor that comes and hits and there's all Mm -hmm. this other stuff. and, And he uses some of the meteor footage and I sort of found it on YouTube, went through it, found where the footage was. And I was like, okay, they edit it. They chop it up a little bit differently. But it's the footage you you see Bruce uh, in his big red outfit. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. So huh. it's there. Where this falls in New World's calendar, it's really hard to say because I, I think every time I try to look up and find the exact date, it's always suspect. Because the way they roll these films out, I think, as Alan explained uh, in our interview with him, too, is, is that, you know, they would open it in one city and then they bring it to another city and then they bring it to another city. It saves them having to have multiple, multiple prints. They didn't want to, so they would sort of tour it around uh, drive-ins and so on. So it's hard to say, but summer of nineteen seventy-eight is certainly when it came out. The the book I have, Mind Warp, uh, um, which is all about Roger Corman's era of New World Pictures, has this opening in August of nineteen seventy-eight. But I read an article from AFI that said that they actually had the the world premiere. Was in Denver, Colorado in July 19th, 1978, and then a larger rollout to other cities in August. Anyway, that would put Avalanche near the release of Piranha, which came out in August of 1978 as well. Um, so while Roger was very, very like, oh, we're very pleased with how well Avalanche did, perhaps it became also opened right next to Piranha. So he wasn't really too worried about anything at that point. But. Um, Now, this is a pretty wild 1978 for New World because they started with The Evil, if we remember from our episode of The Evil. They had I Never Promised You a Rose Garden, which we talked about earlier. Death Sport. And then Avalanche Piranha. And that's followed by then another disaster film, Blackout, along with Autumn Sonata and The Bees, which Mm. finishes out 1978. (laughs) Uh the Bees and, you know, The Bees was to try to cash in on, again, on Erwin Allen, who who had produced a bunch of these disaster films. He he was about to come out with a movie called The Swarm. So The Bees was a movie that Corman was like, well, I'll beat you. <laughs> and The Swarm did not do well. And then he's also got, you know, um, Avalanche, which, of course, is also trying to cash in on all the disaster films. So God bless you, Roger. Um so what happened with Avalanche, though, in terms of the result, is a matter of opinion, of course. But director Corey Allen says that he felt the film suffered due to Paul Rapp. He's listed in the opening credits as the executive producer, but was also sort of the production manager or line producer. Um, he said that he was being pres- pressured, presumably by Corman, to finish the film ahead of schedule. So the process was was rather rushed. And that would track for a new world movie. And since Corey had only worked with Corman on a film that was actually produced by Fox, which likely had the support of that studio and not new world, he probably was like, what, (laughs) what's up with this? Probably like total whiplash for him to work for new world. And the reason for getting ahead of schedule was as usual, Corman had had a fixed release date and the film had only started shooting, as I said, in February, March, 1978. And it had to come out and they had the premiere in July. So they, It's like, come on, we got to hurry this thing up. We we can't. We need time, and um, so the turnaround was incredibly fast. And again, like Battle Beyond the Stars, the special effects were late, and when they were turned in, Corman said they were actually the snow was red, and he was like, "Guys, you got to fix this because the snow, there's no red snow." Hmm. So then, when they finally they came back in, and he rushed them to fix it, then they came in and it was blue, and he was Mm -hmm. like, "Well, in certain lights." Snow can look blue, so who cares? <laughs> huh. So he went with it. Um, the, the effects company that is credited is called Excelsior, and it's a company, I believe, that was started by Gene Warren, who also had a Gene Warren Jr. They're both our visual effects guys. Gene Warren Jr. is still working. And they did, uh, Gene Warren Sr., he did the special effects for the Land of the Lost TV show, which tracks with the special effects for this yep, movie. That that uh, They look similar. Yeah hmm um more likely th- what happened with this movie and why it wasn't pretty well, well wasn't well received is i think disaster films at this point had sort of worn out their welcome i mean we're not too far in 1978 from airplane making fun of the large amount of airport disaster movies that we've already had mm-hmm. we've already had towering inferno and beside an adventure earlier on in the 70s I-, I think it was just kind of like we were getting done and then the Corman's attempt of blending miniatures and paintings and essentially like cheap 1950s special effects the stuff he Mm -hmm. did all the time. in his like Mm -hmm. sci-fi movies of the fifties. I just think in the seventies, people were like, nah, dude, yeah, (laughs) this not, it's not going to fly here. Right. Right. This is color. We can Mm -hmm. see it. No, that's not going to work. Okay. Um, and even the aforementioned meteor that I was talking about, that was not a box office success. And that had a lot, a lot more money than avalanche did. Um, and that had obviously Poseidon adventure director, um, you know, behind it, that still didn't do well. So that's what happened with this movie. That's the research I have. But We have to leave, of course, our closing question, which, um, we don't really like to say the movie slaps around here, but instead we like to ask, does this movie queef Mark, does this movie queef? <laughs> like a like a vagina jacket yes it weaves yep. hard mm-hmm. erica agreed it's a double queef yeah. yep <laughs> yep queef, queef yep that's a good one yep yep Brian? it is it no it 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 queefs you're gonna put down that bottle of pills whoa that surprised me and then that queef's gonna bring that whole ceiling down on you <laughs> yeah
1: because it's just those kind of loud noises those that rumble it is
0: loosen the yeah the this is shelf. a giant queef uh (laughs) and and makes you want to go out and buy a vagina coat uh (laughs) that is it for us that's avalanche what a delight what a delight to run into this you know Mm -hmm. we're watching so many of these movies and then you come across this one and you're like all right let's see what this one which we didn't mention the poster art poster art for this is not great it's fantastic great
1: fantastic.
0: Except for when you see certain posters and I'm showing Mark the poster, which is just the cover of the, the Blu-ray. But when you, normally they'll also, they've cut in a lot because of the TV ad when it aired on CBS yeah. and you get a little picture of Rock Hudson and Mia Farrow like yeah. in the bottom corner, which is just a picture on top of the poster. Mm-hmm. But it it just looks so bad. It's a bunch of people skiing and trying to run away from an mm-hmm. avalanche. It just looks terrible. So when Mark picked it, I was like, well this ought to be this this ought to be interesting i'm in but i didn't realize how much fun we were going to have with this movie you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) it's just uh when you get these little surprises that kind of pop out you're like all right this is this is why we're doing this avalanche and crimes of passion i'm having a good no one of those things is not like the other you're having you're certainly having an interesting year great year great year <laughs> um uh, but yeah like it's it is uh yeah it was like one of the, it's just one of those little surprises that makes uh, us doing this crazy thing and now i feel like now i feel like we're back on a good roll now i feel like we had a slight bump in the road with curfew <laughs> a slight bump a bit, bit of a divot Call the city. We need some help. This road mm-hmm. needs, this road's in trouble.
1: Yeah. But
0: now, uh, I, feel, I don't know. So hopefully, no other bumps. Keep your fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. If you like this uh, episode, please rate and review us wherever you want to rate and review us on whatever podcast medium you are using to listen to us. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We'd appreciate it. Write to us if you like to. Info at newworldpodcast.com. And uh, we'll see you next time on the New World Pictures Podcast. Bye, everybody.